from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Well, like you said, um, you knew it was a matter of time, uh, but at the same time when, when it hits, uh, you just think back of all the good that he's brought to college basketball and what he's done for uh, the USA uh, uh, Olympics. And um, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, and uh, uh, he's been a great ambassador uh, for college basketball for a long time. And The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham. Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. 35-29 Bears. Pierre Jackson into the forecourt around the screen of Perry Jones. Back to Jones. Open three. It is no good. Tip no good. AC got it. Put it up and it rolls in at the buzzer. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. I'll, I'll never forget competing against him. Uh, uh, hopefully we get one more shot at him because we are 0-1 against him, as you remember. But uh, uh, one thing that you that you always do is a player or a coach, you get better when you go against the best. And uh, he definitely uh, uh, was, was uh, a successful uh, as he is for a reason, and that is uh, um, he's one of the best to ever do it. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Garrett Ross. Highlight cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, and uh, that is Baylor coach Scott Drew on yesterday on the Matt Mosley Show talking about the impending uh, retirement of uh, Coach K. Uh, Mike Krzyzewski announcing yesterday that he would retire at the end of this season. Coach Drew made a comment in there that uh, he'd like to uh, match up with Coach K one more time. I don't think that's coming in the regular season, so it might be in the NCAA (laughs) tournament, but that would be uh, fun if that happened uh, down the road. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Garrett Ross. I am here in uh, our offices in the Senate. Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. Garrett is in the studio making things happen. Where, uh, Garrett, let me say again uh, publicly, I appreciate you guys covering yesterday mm-hmm. while I was gone to Dallas with my wife, but thank you very much for that. Absolutely. Glad to help out anytime. And bef- I'm going to let you, you kind of let this one slide on me. Uh huh. Happy anniversary. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so it was, we, we did have a doctor's appointment uh, with Terry, with a spinal surgeon in Dallas yesterday. So we were going there and uh, we both said, hey, we're going to be in Dallas. Uh, you know, she likes to shop, uh, not surprising. So I said, hey, let's uh, knock around in Dallas a little bit, go someplace nice for dinner for our anniversary and then come back home. So that's, uh, that's pretty much what we did yesterday. I'm glad y'all were able to enjoy it and have some fun out of it. I mean, I know it's it's not fun to go to a doctor, but I know that was much needed, and I'm glad y'all were able to make the most of the day. Yes, the doctor's appointment was the uh, not fun part of the day, but uh, glad we were able to do that, and then uh, uh, did go over to North Park Mall a little bit, and then we went to MJ, our son MJ, and his girlfriend Caroline, and had dinner there, and then came on back last night. So, nice day all the way around. Thank you very much uh, Mm -hmm. for making that happen. Oh, no problem. I'm glad y'all were able to do it. And so what I left for you to run yesterday was, uh, number one, a Jared Butler interview. Jared announcing earlier this week that he was putting his name in the draft uh, for the – making himself available for the NBA draft. So I thought that would be timely. And then, uh, you know, I, I really had no insight uh, how timely it would be for Moon Urson for us to hear <laughs> yeah. from her again. But that was from our podcast with, with Jared and Moon. And then Moon uh, yesterday announced that she is uh, g- going to complete her playing career at LSU. So Moon Urson is leaving Baylor. So got to hear from uh, both of them yesterday, uh, Jared Butler and Moon Urson. Yeah, the timing on that one, I was like, hmm. Here, <laughs> the, the, no, I mean, it was it was fun. It was it was kind of it was nice to be able to to time that up and let that be like a farewell thing um, for Moon to Baylor. I'll, I'm really not surprised. I mean, there was it was kind of talking about would she even come back if Kim was to stay this year, um, but. For her, the way I view this situation is you, you were already granted an extra year of eligibility. You played your entire career under Coach Mokey. 
that's who you you why well, learn a new system now so go back home i understood the move for her yeah and and you mentioned it she's from destrahan louisiana mm-hmm. so it makes a lot of sense in a lot of ways uh for her to transfer there and finish there so uh best of luck to her wish nothing but the best for moon urson all right, uh, here's what we have coming up in the hour. We will uh, be joined in just a few minutes by Rick Butler, uh, former MCC baseball coach, thinking about the success of MCC in the Junior College World Series. And they won again last night over uh, San Jack. It got a little close late in the game, but they won last night uh, over San Jack. Had a, I think, a 10 4 lead in the game, mm-hmm. and, or maybe more than that, maybe 11 4 lead. And then uh, ended up winning the game last night. What was the final? 13 to 10, right, over San Jack. So they are uh, rolling. They are undefeated at the Junior College World Series. Really has gotten me thinking about that 83 MCC team that uh, won the Junior College World Series. They won 58 games that year. What? I think their record was 58-7, and Garrett. Wow. Uh, Yeah, so a great, great team. And so many guys went on from there to play like Jay Buhner, you know, Jay Buhner was on that MCC team. Um, so, anyway, thinking about that, I uh, thought about uh, Coach Rick Butler, who was the coach of that team, and uh, called him this morning, said, hey, we'd like to have you on to talk about it. And he said, oh, that's great, when? And I said, how about this afternoon? He said, oh, I can't, I'm bowling. Uh, and Rick, and we'll talk about that, Rick is a very accomplished bowler. And uh, I said, no problem, we'll find another time. And then about an hour later, he calls me back and he says, hey, I'm going to take a game off. Uh, what time would you like me? <laughs> and I said, how about 2.15? And he said, perfect. So we're gonna, So Rick Butler is going to make it work in his schedule to visit with us. And, uh, Garrett, I don't know if you know Rick or not, but he is a great guy and a great ambassador, really, for MCC. Had a great career coaching there. And now, as I said, uh, in fact, the last couple of weeks, he was inducted into the Texas State uh, USBC Hall of Fame as a bowler. So he's a Hall of Fame bowler. I appreciate him taking time off from that 300 he's out yeah. there setting to speak with <laughs> us about this. And I wasn't going to push it when he said, I can't do it today, I'm bowling. I, I just said, okay, I understand, no right. problem. Um, so we were going to look for another day, but uh, I, I appreciate him making it work. So we'll visit with Rick Butler coming up in just a few minutes. Let me mention this right off the top also. The uh, Women's College World Series is underway in Oklahoma City. And a huge, I mean a huge upset to open the World Series. First game of the day is just complete. Started at 11 a.m. this morning. Went extra innings. Oklahoma, the top seed and really the prohibitive favorite to win the World Series, playing uh, upstart James Madison. James Madison uh, in the World Series looking for their first ever Women's College World Series victory. And uh, they've got this pitcher. Uh, what's her last name? Odyssey is her first name. Ooh. Alexander, I think. I, I think believe it's Odyssey so. Alexander. And it's it's spelled a little odd. It's O D I C C I, but it's pronounced Odyssey. But she is terrific. I mean, she is outstanding because we've talked Garrett all year about how potent this offense is for Oklahoma. Uh, their team batting average, the home runs they've hit on the year. Well, Odyssey was unfazed, and James Madison was unfazed. And in eight innings, they beat Oklahoma today 4-3 to three to open the Women's College World Series. It was really remarkable. They came out, they were not intimidated at all. Um, they got a they, when it went into extra innings. They got that home run, and you kind of got you could tell that they got a little nervous there. I mean, and who wouldn't, right? I mean, you had the best team, the best batting team in the nation coming up with the opportunity to clinch it, essentially in a home game. But it, it, they were able to persevere and pull it off, and it, it was so much fun. And I think that you couldn't really look for a better way to start off the tournament than with that game. Boy, a huge upset! Uh, only the second time that an unseeded team has knocked off the number one team. Uh, and the first time in 30 years that has happened. So James Madison uh, rocks the softball world with a 4-3, eight-inning win over Oklahoma. Only the uh, – am I right? That's only the third loss of the year for Oklahoma yep. uh, overall. And they struck out nine times. This pitcher for JMU uh, struck out o- uh, nine Oklahoma batters. They had struck out 12 times through the entire tournament. 
and they struck out nine times today. So she just did an outstanding job, and it's there at uh, USA Hall of Fame Stadium, which looks terrific. They've expanded mm-hmm. it. They have an upper deck now on both sides. That didn't used to be there. Uh, crowd was, uh, I think capacity was 13,000. Uh, now at that stadium, and you can imagine how many OU softball fans were there. But James Madison was well represented also, and JMU comes away with the win. They advance to play the winner of the next game, which uh, the start of which was delayed, but it's coming up in a bit, and that is Oklahoma State and Georgia. And so that game is coming up probably in about uh, 10 minutes from right now. Mm -hmm. They'll have that first pitch. So the winner there gets JMU Friday evening at 6. Oklahoma drops into a loser's bracket game uh, Saturday morning at 11. They'll play the loser of Oklahoma State, Georgia. So, Garrett, we were, you know, hoping for uh, Bedlam, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. We might get it, but if it happens, it would be in the loser's bracket on Saturday morning. And the crazy thing is, J-Mo, when you look, the the only two teams other than James Madison who have beaten Oklahoma are Georgia and Oklahoma State. So, you're going to – Oklahoma is going to draw somebody who has already, uh, you know, had their number once this year. Can they prevent going losing two games in a row? I mean, that's going to be the crucial thing for the Sooners. That's a really good point. That is exactly right. So, big upset to start the Women's College World Series in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma State coming up uh, actually eight minutes and 40 seconds from now. It's first pitch for Oklahoma State and Georgia. It's on ESPN television. All right, uh, that's a bit of what's going on right now. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to visit with Rick Butler, former uh, very successful uh, coach at McLennan Community College Baseball, won a national championship in 1983. He knows what that's like, and we'll talk to him about his Hall of Fame bowling career as well. Rick Butler joins us when we come back. You're tuned in to the John Morris Show on this Thursday afternoon, brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies today with a 40% chance of scattered showers and a few isolated thunderstorms. Highs top out at 82 degrees. Cloudy skies continue tonight with a 30% chance of showers this evening. We drop to 67 and tomorrow mostly cloudy skies with a 50% chance of showers and storms and a high of 81. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 your forecast first plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather forgetting a birthday isn't alzheimer's forgetting your own birthday might be trouble remembering a name isn't alzheimer's forgetting your child's name might be if someone you love shows signs of alzheimer's start a conversation you may be their best hope for a better quality of life Learn the signs at dshs.texas.gov slash Alzheimer's. See the signs. Start a conversation. Funded by the Texas Department of State Health Services. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. With round-the-clock protection at a great price, your progressive policy works the way it's supposed to, unlike this unenthusiastic hype man. Okay, everybody, let's make some noise. Put your hands up. Or not, it's your call. Here we go now. Here we go. Switch to Progressive today. It is electric in here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The USFL announced yesterday it will return to play in the spring of 2022, four decades after the league folded. Two games in the NBA playoffs tonight Denver at Portland with the Nuggets leading that series 3 2, and the Lakers are facing elimination hosting the Suns tonight. The Suns have a 3 2 lead in that series. Rangers are trying to turn things around, taking on the Rockies this afternoon, and you can hear that game on Kicker 1590 AM. Astros also with an afternoon game, hosting the Red Sox. Astros carrying a four-game winning streak. MCC continues their Junior College World Series tonight, taking on Crowder. First pitch at 8.30, and you can hear that game on Bob FM 104.9. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. This Thursday afternoon, do appreciate you being with us. John Morris, Garrett Ross, and pleased to be joined by Coach Rick Butler. 18 years the head baseball coach at MCC, 10 years the uh, golf coach there, and now in the Hall of Fame of the Texas State uh, USBC and taking a little time off from a game this afternoon to be with us. Rick, <laughs> I said that on the air earlier, and we really appreciate it. I, I don't want to interrupt your uh, your Hall of Fame bowling career, but thanks for being on with us. Well, thank you, John. It's my pleasure, and I needed a break today. It's not one of my better days. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you don't have many of those bad days, right? Thank you very much. You're very kind, John. <laughs> hey. The older you get, the the, the little a little tougher it is. So uh, my bowling isn't what, my, what actually got me in the Hall of Fame, but it sure helped. But uh, my service years, I think, uh, really helped me out there. Oh, very nice. Well, congratulations on that. That That is a tremendous honor. Thank you very much. I, I feel very honored to go into the Hall of Fame with several people from Waco. If you remember George George, yeah, uh, James Miller, uh, Tommy Miller, and there, there are a lot of – and Charlie Vestal. A lot of those guys are, are my idols in, in, in the sport of bowling. So uh, I'm very honored to be there with them. Hey, I, I don't know this. How how'd you get started in bowling at that level? Have you always done that, or is that just something you picked up later in life? In my graduate year, when I was assistant to Dutch at Dutch Trader at Baylor, I I was having to teach uh, uh, beginning classes, so two of my classes were bowling. Huh. When I went to when I went to MCC, uh, two of my classes were bowling, and we had sixty students in each one of those classes, and so. 
Charlie Bestel got me involved in bowling, and I was in a league after that, uh, and it just blossomed from there. I was a secretary. Uh, I was a member of the local association and then the state association, and uh, I was very fortunate to be elected president the last three years, and my term is all, all almost up, and I'm ready. So it's, <laughs> it's been been a long run in bowling, and I still enjoy it. Man, that is great. That is great. Well, that's a great part. I mean, you are a uh, you're a Renaissance man. I mean, you've done a lot of things and done them all very successfully. So uh, again, sorry to interrupt your game this afternoon, but we appreciate it. And I tell you, like I said on the phone, what what brought this to mind to me was uh, MCC baseball doing so well again in Grand Junction, Colorado. And uh, I remember uh, almost like it was yesterday, uh, you coaching a team to the national champ. Championship in 1983. What what a great season that was, and what a great team you had that uh, uh, that won it all in 1983. Yes, sir. Uh, we were very fortunate to have a lot of talented young men, and they made us coaches look real, real good. Uh, especially that team uh, it was almost like a mash unit in, in the World Series that year. Uh, we started the first game with Greg Dennis splitting his chin open on home plate, had to have stitches, and then uh, Kenneth Patterson got hit in the, in the face by a double play ball because he couldn't get down and slide quick enough. And then Jerry Fout, and this is the one most people remember, took a line drive off of his head that went over the third base dugout into the bleachers and came back the next night and pitched a complete game for the championship. So um, those were some tough guys and uh, 58 and seven records, nothing to scoff at. And they brought the prize home and we're very proud of that team. Man, 58 and seven. And you're right. The, the Jerry fought injury, the line drive and, and say that again, it hit off his head, off his forehead, if I remember right, and bounced all the way into the stands from the pitching mound. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. It was a young man from Kansas. His name was Dwayne Wales. He was a very big young man, and <laughs> he ripped that thing. And we thought, you know, first my th- first thought is, please let him be alive. <laughs> yeah. And we got out there, and by the time we got out there, he was already shaking his head trying to, you know, get the cobwebs out. And the doctors were out there, and they said, we need to get him to the hospital. Uh, we need to see what's up there. And our second baseman leans in and says, Doc, we know what's up there. There's absolutely nothing up there. <laughs> and, you know, so they're in a time of it could be very, very tense. This young man steps up and, and, and it tries to loosen it. And he was back on the bench before our game was over. Uh, and so that's just one of those quirks that, you, you know, you just never expect. And, and you're grateful that he was um, – Okay, and came back and pitched the next night. He 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 uh, pitched in the championship game, right? Yes, sir. I uh, I got a knock on my, my hotel room door at six a.m. the next morning, and he looked at me. He says, "Coach, I want the ball." Wow! And um, Lanny Hinks, who's the pitcher uh, they were supposed to start uh, the night after the game, Jerry got hit. We were eating, and he picked up uh, a a youngster of, uh, well, Dub Kilgo's uh, daughter, and he got a catch in his ribs. He had broken two ribs in batting practice before our first game uh, when a guy pulled the ball down the line, and he was hitting balls to the outfielders. They didn't have enough pitching screens at that time, and he took one there, but he still came back and pitched two games and won, but he couldn't pitch the championship game, and Jerry was ready. Good grief. You were a mass unit. I mean, you were really banged <laughs> up, weren't you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> but that's that's like uh, at, at those those times, those guys, they didn't want to be taken out of a game. They'd do anything to stay in the game. Uh, and that's just the personality that they had. And I'm very, we're all very proud of them. What do you remember uh, going into that season, you know, that ended with the national championships? This was 1983 and a 58-7 and record, which is remarkable. Do, do you remember uh, having high hopes for that team as, uh, back when the season started? Well, it goes back to the year before. We finished a disappointing third, uh, getting, getting 10-run rule by Middle Georgia in 82. 
And when we got to the airport in Denver, uh, all of the freshmen met in a room with me and Dub. And one of the things they said is, is coaches will do anything it takes to, to win this thing next year. And it was that, that June, I think it was June 5th, that, that that happened. And when they came back to next year, it was, you know, I'm going to say it was 105 degrees when we started in the fall. But they were dedicated. They came back in shape. And um, they were ready to go. And uh, they took the freshmen under their wings and guided them, told them that as tough as practice is worth, it would all be worth it when we got to Grand Junction, and it certainly was. Man, Jay Buner was on that team. David Wierzynski was on that team. Name, name some other guys that were uh, keys to that national championship. Well, we had uh, Dodd Johnson at first. He went on and played for U- uh, UT. Um, see, our second baseman was Mike Qualls. He went to Alabama. Shortstop, of course, was Greg Dennis, an All-American there uh, for us uh, that year. Went to Florida State and then came back and played for Baylor. Right, it was all right. Southwest Conference that year. Uh, the third baseman was Julian Gonzalez. Uh, he was from a university. And then Wierzynski in left uh, and uh, Buner in center and a guy named David Turner, from, yeah. also from Chattanooga, Tennessee, who was the MVP of the tournament in right. And then our littlest guy on the team was uh, 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 Spear, Chris Spear behind the plate. Hmm. And all our pitchers knew that they wasn't going to get any, any balls past him, you know, throw a curveball and he'd block it. So he was not the euchre catcher. He, he did meet many people at the backstop. So, um, and then of course, Lanny Hanks was twenty-one and one. Uh, Jerry Fault was like fifteen and two, and we had several other pitchers that contributed well. And that's that's quite a, a lot of talent right there. Man, absolutely. Rick Butler is our guest, a former MCC baseball coach, won the national championship at MCC in 1983. Rick, how difficult was it for you all that first year for, to find fields to play on when you didn't have a home field of your own? Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, we, we practiced at Edna Street Park, which was up about two miles from campus. It was a softball facility. And they let us, uh, as long as we maintain it on a daily basis, we could practice there. And then I just had to beg, borrow, and steal for other places to play. We played at Baylor. We played at La Vegas Field. And we played at Veterans Field. And then in 73, uh, Wilbur Ball said, we're going to build a baseball field. And he, he let me design it. And it was built the way I wanted it. And uh, the, the basic structure is still there. There's been a lot of improvements since that time. But, uh, yeah, that, we've come a long way since uh, 1970. When you look at that and you look at the growth of this program, is that what you envisioned when this thing really got unfolded? You know, I, I, I was more year to year. Um, I never really had envisioned that we might get to the World Series. Um, you know, that, of course, that's the goal. And we tried to get better every year. And there were some years we ran in a couple of tough years along the line. But we started getting some talent. Uh, in uh, 1977, uh, I was blessed to hire, uh, be able to hire Doug Kilgo as an assistant. And uh, I give him a lot of credit with, with our success because between us, uh, uh, it was pretty tough to play for for us. And the players were were. Their comment was the practices were so hard, the games were easy uh, because we prepared them for whatever might happen. And uh, whatever happened, they were ready and they were prepared mentally. They were prepared physically, and that's why we were able to progress with uh, four World World Series teams in a row, 80, 81, 82, and 83. So um, the envision – is always to get better all the time, and uh, and it's my mantra in 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 bowling and my mantra in coaching. When you walk off the field every day, or whatever it is your job, if you have the feeling that you did the very best you could that day, and you had the feeling that all of your teammates or coworkers did the very best they could that day to get better, then you can walk off with your head high. And that's what makes improvement on a daily basis even better from day to day and year to year. 
Well, you've proven that through the years with uh, so much success in every sport. And and I remember you and Dub, man, y'all were a great team, great coaching duo there at MCC. You guys, uh, I mean, you guys really had it going during your time there. Yes, sir. Uh, very fortunate. Uh, you know, Dub would quiz me on some things. Can we do this? And I'd say, sure. And then we'd do some other things. You know, the joke between us was, in the nine years we were together, I don't think we ever had a disagreement, and our wives never could say that. <laughs> that's very good. That is, that's, yeah. That I was going to say that's the way I remember it, but I don't know how it was at home with you guys. But <laughs> you were really were a great uh, tandem coaching there. What What do you think about uh, this year's MCC team, and and they're doing so well again there in Grand Junction. You know, it's, I, I've gone out and watched practices. I go out and watch games all the time, and and uh, I like what Mitch does. Uh, at the start of this year, I was a little bit worried because, well, with, with COVID, just getting over that, and then the ice storms and uh, not being able to practice consistently. Uh, I was a little concerned about what how they were going to gel, but pitchers started gelling well, and then all of a sudden those guys started swinging the bats. And that's right now. That's what they're doing. They're you know getting good pitching and and good hitting. So uh, it's a typical Mitch Mitch Thompson team, and I'm very pr- impressed with them. And uh, playing really well again late in the year and right into World Series uh, play or or through the regional. And uh, this is one when when you want to be playing your best, right? You want to be playing your best that's, ball right now. Exactly, and that was what we talked about for years. You know. Whatever you do during the year, you got to get better, better every day. But right at the end, you got to really step it up a notch. And I mean, what are they on an 18 game winning streak right now? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, unfortunately, they can't get to our 24 straight game winning streak. But maybe <laughs> next year they'll they'll surpass that. I hope. Yeah, spread over a couple of years, that would be great. Yeah. What What about? Uh, so it's been what 38 years now since you won the World Series there as the head coach at MCC. Uh, how, how often or ha- how many times have y'all been able to get together and stay in touch through the years? Let's see, we did a, a five year, a ten year, twenty year, and in thirty years, thirty years uh, we had a reunion at uh, the old Ranger Ballpark, and we got a suite and. I think we had uh, 16 of the 20, 21 guys uh, on the team that came back, and and it was a memorable night, you know. To, and, and that's what makes me so proud. These guys have gone on and been, uh, you know, stalwarts in their community. Like Greg Dennis is a coach at Chattanooga State. You, you know what David Rosinski's done at Riker, MCC, and Robinson. Uh, you know, all those guys uh, – you know they're they're men with families and they're, and they're successful and that's what I'm I'm most proud of and that uh, you know unfortunately we've lost two or three of those guys and uh, you know that's that makes it a little sad but yeah those guys are all stalwarts in their community and and great family people. Wow, that's cool. I don't know. I don't remember this. Uh, what what happened the next year? How, how was 1984 for you? Uh, it was a tough year because uh, the sophomores that came back, uh, uh, we couldn't – I think they thought they were going to throw their gloves on the field and win. <laughs> and they didn't take the freshmen like they had been led the year before. Now, we were very successful. We had a, a good year, and we got in the last game in Abilene against San Jacinto, lost the first game, and then lost the uh, the next game um, – with a home run, double home run in the bottom of the ninth. And that wow. was San Jack's first trip to the World Series. So wow. um, that it was a memorable year. Still successful in wins and losses, but uh, uh, we could have done more to, to maybe gone back for a fifth year in a row. And, and you mentioned San Jack, and that's the team uh, MCC won over last night, knocked them off. That has to bring back a lot of memories. MCC, San Jack, uh, you, Wayne Graham. Uh, man, there was some, some battles royale uh, during your time there. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, he had a certain personality, Wayne did, that 
made made it difficult for some of my players to understand because he would ridicule us through his players, and we we tried not to do that. But I mean, there there was a lot of baseball talent on the field when those two teams got together, and, and it, I guess it was it was tough even. Even back uh, in the 70s when Dub played at San Jack, there wasn't any love lost between McClendon and San Jack oh, way yeah. back then. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, I guess maybe one instance might have made it even a little bit more uh, <laughs> uh, noteworthy. That, right. You know, those two teams are are battling it out. They, they will battle it out every year. Uh, but... Uh, Wayne had a personality. I had a personality, and they didn't uh, uh, didn't didn't gel. They kind of conflicting, and but it just made it more interesting for uh, fans to watch uh, good college baseball. Oh man, those were some memorable, memorable uh, games between those teams. Well, I really appreciate you being on with us today, and uh, I really appreciate you changing your bowling schedule to be on with us, but it's great to talk to you <laughs> and great to walk down memory lane to think about that 1983 national championship for MCC baseball, and uh, we hope they bring home a championship trophy here in a week or so. I agree. Maybe two more nights, we'll know. Yeah, absolutely. Rick, thanks. Appreciate the visit. John, always. My yes, pleasure. Sir. Yes, sir. We'll see you Bye-bye. again soon. Rick Butler, uh, 18 years as the head coach of McLennan Baseball and uh, World Series Championship in 1983. Um, that's uh, Garrett. I was at Channel 10 at the time, so we covered that. And the interesting thing was uh, Lark Smith and I were in sports at KWTX, and Lark went to Grand Junction. He covered those games and called those games. And here we are uh, in 2021, and Lark Smith is doing those games on radio <laughs> uh, from Grand Junction. So Lark has Uh, a treasure trove of stories also about Rick Butler and about MCC through the years. It's always good to hear those. I didn't realize how big this rivalry was between San Jack and McLennan. For for me, I always think of McLennan and Temple College, right? Right, But hearing these stories, it's so fun to to listen and to see MCC had the opportunity last night. You had to go through San Jack once again for an opportunity to win the national championship. I just think it's fitting. Oh, yeah, absolutely it is. And I, I don't know, I can't honestly say, you know, what that rivalry is like right now I think it's still good but in those days when it was Rick uh, Butler in one dugout and Wayne Graham in the other I mean if you mentioned uh, San Jack the hair would stand up on the back of your neck <laughs> it would cause that kind of reaction so uh, so great to visit with him and really do appreciate him and his friendship through the years let's take a break we'll be back with more in just a moment we're glad you're with us John Morris Garrett Ross here on ESPN Central Texas A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show with Steven Simcox. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry. Trial lawyers with over 100 years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. If you need a lawyer that has exceptional experience and provides extraordinary results for clients, call them in Waco, 254-651-3690. Again, that's 254-651-3690. You can also visit the website and learn more about the firm at www.swclaw.com. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. 
DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The USFL announced yesterday it will return to play in the spring of 2022, four decades after the league folded. Two games in the NBA playoffs tonight, Denver at Portland with the Nuggets leading that series 3-2. And the Lakers are facing elimination, hosting the Suns tonight. The Suns have a 3-2 lead in that series. Rangers are trying to turn things around, taking on the Rockies this afternoon. And you can hear that game on kicker 1590 AM. Astros also with an afternoon game, hosting the Red Sox. Astros carrying a four-game winning streak. MCC continues their Junior College World Series tonight, taking on Crowder. First pitch at 8.30. And you can hear that game on Bob FM 104.9. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. That brings up Shane Langoliers. What a night that he's had. Three for three, two homers, a single, and three runs scored. Now the pitch is swung on and into the air to left and deep back is Hampton into the corner and this ball is gone. It's a three homer night for Shane Langoliers and it's now eight to two Mississippi. Now back to today's JMO radio show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Big night last night for former Baylor standout Shea Langoliers, now in the Braves organization. He's at AA Mississippi, Mississippi uh, Braves. He had three home runs on the night. He had uh, a four-hit night, four for five, and the three home runs. He leads the league in home runs and uh, leads the league in OPS. That is on-base plus slugging at 1.045. If you have a slugging percentage, you know, around 7, 7, 8, 9, you know, 7, 8, 7, uh, 8, 9, something like that, that is uh, hitting the cover off the ball. His is at one point. Zero four five. So Shea Langoliers really lighten it up, and that is fun to see in the minor leagues. A former Baylor guy that uh, you know the Braves have huge plans for in the future, maybe uh, maybe in the very near future. Uh, back with us, and uh, World Series Women's College World Series continues in Oklahoma City. They're underway, Georgia and Oklahoma State. Scoreless top of the second inning. After that huge upset, some are already saying a uh, biggest upset in Women's College World Series history. James Madison knocking off top seed and number one ranked Oklahoma 4-3 in eight innings earlier today. Uh, We need to uh, get to another break here. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Rick Butler, former MCC uh, baseball
baseball coach, former golf coach there at MCC. And uh, if you missed any or all of that, it's available now on the website at CentexSportsFan.com or on social media at 1660 ESPN. Garrett has put that uh, uh, up and out already, so you can check it there and uh, share that if you'd like our visit with Rick Butler. Take a break. Back with more in just a moment. John Morris, Garrett Ross. Continuing right here on ESPN. Hi, Mike McGraw. Uh, welcome back to the program. And, and what did you what did you make of uh, Phil Mickelson at age 50 winning the PGA Championship? It reminded me a lot of what Jack Nicklaus did in 1986, the Masters. And that is he was a player well past his prime, wasn't even particularly in good form of late. Once he got in contention in a big event, he, he remembered how to win. And Listen to the Matt Mosley Show Monday through Friday from 3 to 4 on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. Okay, let's play a little game. How many pairs of footwear do you think Skechers has sold? 100 million? 200 million? 500 million? Not even close, Shunak the Magnificent. Over 2 billion with a capital B. Why? Because so many people worldwide have discovered that with every pair of Skechers, comfort is included. So once they try them on, they fall in love with the comfort. Then they get another pair, and another, and another. And how do Skechers include comfort in every pair? By being a comfort technology company and putting comfort innovations in every nook and cranny of their footwear. With features like air-cooled memory foam, hyper-burst foam, breathable knits, ultra-go cushioning, and more. And comfortable fits like relaxed fit, stretch fit, wide fit, seamless fit, arch fit with expert certified arch support, just to name a few. So if you're looking for stylish footwear that doesn't cost a fortune and feels like a million bucks, get yourself a pair of Skechers, because no matter what pair you choose, you can be guaranteed one thing. They'll be comfortable right out of the box. Find them at Skechers.com, a Skechers store, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Creativity and planning are the key elements in coordinating and designing a wedding or special event. Since 2014, the Bosky has provided the special venue you're looking for and extras that few can offer. The house at the Bosky features a beautiful split-level design with four bedrooms and four bathrooms, balconies, a large grand room, a kitchen, and an outdoor patio. The outdoor areas are perfect for large or small weddings and special occasions, portrait-taking, exploring, and just plain enjoying. The Bosky and Crawford. Learn more at theboski185.com. Graduation season is upon us, and Morrison's Gifts has the perfect gift to commemorate the graduates' great accomplishments. Since 1979, Morrison's Gifts has been Waco's gift store for personalized graduation gifts. John Hart ID wallets, duffels, laundry bags, and luggage for guys and gals, Consuela purses, and accessories, just to name a few. Always free gift wrapping and shipping to anywhere. 
That's Morrison's Gifts, a proud Baylor alumni-owned business in the Brazos Place Center next to Jason's Deli. with us, John Morris, Garrett Ross. Going to wrap things up here in the 2 p.m. hour. Really fun to visit with uh, with Coach Rick Butler. Uh, Lark Smith is tuned in and listening to us there in Grand Junction. You'll have the call tonight as MCC is back in action this evening against, uh, help me, Garrett, is it Crowder. Crowley? Crowder. Crowder, that's it. Crowder coming up tonight. So the broadcast on uh, 104.9 FM coming up tonight as uh, Lark is, uh, again, tuned in and appreciate uh, that. And Bob Anderson uh, text also says, uh, really great to hear from Coach Butler. He actually taught my racquetball class when I was on the basketball team <laughs> awesome. in 84 and 85. And, and Bob goes on to say uh, he could coach any sport and be good at it. And I think that's it's a good uh, you know, kind of summing up uh, Rick Butler and his uh, long-time commitment to MCC and just a really, really great guy and a real success in everything that he's done. No, it definitely sounds like that. And, you know, he makes a good point. Bob makes a good point. I mean, you talk about you coach golf and you hear about his passion for bowling, what he was able to do. Yeah, the dude is successful in everything he does. Yeah, which is very cool. So great to visit with him and uh, appreciate the time, again, taking a, uh, a uh, game off from bowling to be on with us this afternoon. So appreciate Coach Rick Butler. Let me mention uh, quickly before we get out of here, some uh, significant birthdays and anniversaries today. So, Garrett, you mentioned uh, Terry and my mm-hmm. anniversary was yesterday, and uh, that was number 37. And for uh, our daughter Maddie and our son-in-law Art, it is anniversary number four today. Awesome. So happy anniversary to uh, Art and Maddie Wellborn today. Um, birthdays uh, to share today, the voice of the Jayhawks, Brian Haney. Brian's birthday is today. We had a group text going earlier today. Uh, Adelie Hilgenkamp's birthday is today. Adelie is with us here in Baylor Athletics, uh, out on maternity leave right now. But Adelie and uh, Nate, uh, great folks, and it's Adelie's birthday today. Uh, Verkedrick Vaughns played defensive back here at Baylor. It's Verkedrick's birthday today. Russell Luna, who works for the Big 12 Conference office, does a great job there with a number of sports. Uh, it is his birthday today, and uh, happy birthday to them. So, anybody, uh, Garrett, to add to the list? Uh, nobody today, Jamo. All right, very good. Appreciate that. And uh, let me go back to yesterday. Since I was gone yesterday, uh, John Sisk's birthday was yesterday. Trey Bryant. Uh, Trey played uh, football here at Baylor, uh, and John did also. Um they had birthdays yesterday, and just scanning the list, I think that's it to mention from yesterday. Actually, uh, uh, Mike Pirtle uh, works down in uh, Austin in radio. It's Mike was Mike's birthday yesterday, and Haley Bell's birthday was yesterday, uh, Sean Bell's wife um, here in Waco. So I think that's it, catching up for yesterday. So we appreciate you being with us. And, uh, Garrett, what's coming up uh, with Matt Mosley here coming up in just a few minutes? So today at 3.05, we're going to be joined by Jamie Asbury. She is a new transfer to the Lady Bears program, and she'll be joining Coach Collin from Oklahoma State. Uh, so we'll have her on today at 3.05, kind of talk about what went into that decision for her to come to Baylor. Uh, then at 3.40, we'll be joined by Eddie Sefko. He writes for uh, DallasMavericks.com. And we'll kind of go over this big win last night against the Clippers and this upcoming game uh, where they have an opportunity to clinch the series uh, coming up tomorrow night in Dallas. Very good. All right, so that's with Matt between 3 and 4. How about uh, game time with you and Tom Barfield, 4 to 6? Uh, Lark Smith will join us today at 4.15. So, Lark, if you're here and you're listening, you better be ready. Uh, he'll join at 4.15. <laughs> uh, Craig Way at 4.30 today, voice of the Longhorns, will come on, kind of check the pulse of everything going on in Austin. Uh, we'll have our Ranger Roundup. They continue to struggle, dropped another game to the uh, Rockies, and they're actually getting started. They might be started. Anyway, they're playing an afternoon game today as well. Uh, we'll have Sam Skidboard, the AD from Belton, come on at 5 to talk about how just the difficulty of making a coaching change this late into the year and it's kind of become the norm but we'll just kind of talk about that process as well 
Uh, then I'm going to have some fun at 515. So I found this thing where they listed the hats for every team in the college uh, regional for college oh, yeah. baseball. Yeah. So I'm going to pick the winners of every regional based off the hat I like. <laughs> so I'll just have fun with that and see where it goes. See All if right, any of them good. hold up. Yeah. All right. Very good. That's like, uh, you know, a, a uh, March Madness right. uh, bracket when you pick it depending on the mascot or yep. the colors or something like that. So, all right, very good. And those regionals begin tomorrow, so that'll be fun and very timely. So, Garrett, appreciate it. Thank you very much. I will see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And everyone else, uh, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. We appreciate Coach Rick Butler being on with us. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. That is remarkable.